Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us as Election Day approaches. And you know we're in the final stretch because even Democrats are more worried about President Biden's mental health. Biden has been completely delusional, of course, for at least two years. And now the tip poll shows 64% of voters are concerned about his mental health. 52% of them, Democrats, worried. And Biden's off the rails, threatening not so subtly the Delaware U.S. attorney who will decide charges against his son, Hunter Biden, after four years of so-called investigation. That U.S. attorney, by the way, the apparent target of Biden's brief hot mic moment in Florida. You may remember that when he said, quote, no one F's with a Biden, end quote. And Biden is talking with them donors about nuclear war, for crying out loud. And Biden's taken to shipping Zelensky rail cars full of cash tens of billions of dollars to buy more weaponry and ammunition. I can't at this point tell you how much of that taxpayer money, somewhere between 60 and 70 billion dollars, has gone for weapons and how much might be hush money for Zelensky. And President Biden, every once in a while, just basically challenges Putin to a round of nuclear exchanges just to prove how tough a Biden really is. There's understandably a lot of anxiety in the world markets, lots of volatility. There's just no leadership anywhere, it seems, not in Europe, nor certainly the United States, as Putin bullies on with his almost eight-month-long war against Ukraine, a war that wasn't expected, by the way, to last more than a month or two. Zelensky, I imagine, though, is wishing he hadn't made that last smart-aleck remark about the weather in Crimea. That is cloudy right after the Ukrainians had bombed the Kerch Strait bridge between Crimea and Russia. Now Putin is bombarding nearly all of Ukraine with missiles daily, a new, more brutal phase of the war obviously underway. So what does the puppet Biden do? He calls out Saudi Arabia. He tells them forcefully that he's reevaluating the U.S. relationship with the Saudis, whatever that means but it doesn't sound good, does it? And oh yes, to make up for the Saudis' 2 million barrels a day cut in OPEC production, Biden announces he's withdrawing another 10 million barrels from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which amounts to about a half a day of U.S. oil consumption. Man, that must threaten the Saudis something terrible. This president and his advisors are quite simply nuts no matter whether you are a Dem, a Republican, an Independent, or whatever. This is now all about this impaired puppet president who is talking up the possibility of a nuclear Armageddon while being in total denial about the effect of his policies, policies that have torn up our staggering economy, our petroleum industry, and American families hit hard by both recession and Biden's high inflation. Joining us now for his Great America Show debut, the great Bill O'Reilly, 
Bill is the host of the No Spin News on BillOReilly.com, and he's also the number one best-selling author with a new book out called Killing the Legends. We recommend it to you, of course, highly. Bill is still the king of all media that he touches. Bill and I have known each other for quite a while, and he's a great American and friend. Bill, a pleasure to have you with us. I want to start, if I may, with what is going on right now with both parties claiming the electoral advantage. Republicans seem to be convinced they're going to have a red wave, and Joe Biden, for all the world, hasn't changed a single policy. Nancy Pelosi saying they'll hold on to the House. Well, Bill, is it going to be a red wave or a blue surprise? Yeah, I'm going with the folks on this one. I don't believe any politician or most of the polls are bogus as well. So the folks are angry. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Where I live on Long Island, uh, there's nobody happy with the Biden administration other than the progressive ideologues. Um, So I believe that the House will be uh, a big victory for the Republican Party. The Senate, a little more problematic because you got guys like Herschel Walker and uh, Bulldog up in New Hampshire and Oz in Pennsylvania that certainly are not um, first-line candidates. So that's a hard one to call. But the sentiment of the country is certainly anti-progressive, anti-Biden, and I think that will hold in November. And, of course, it's more than subtext, but always President Trump, uh, his uh, his rigged election, if you will, our rigged election, if you prefer, uh, is always subtext of just about everything that is going on in this country right now. Uh, do you believe we will ever get to the bottom of what actually happened in 2020? Well, I, I I have an answer for that, but first I want to set up that it doesn't do Donald Trump or the Republican Party any good at all to re-litigate the 2020 presidential election. They should stop immediately in doing that. If Donald Trump is Grover Cleveland and gets re-elected to a non-consecutive term, the first thing he can do is appoint a special counselor to go over the entire electoral system and look at the 2020 election. That is the only way you'll ever get clarity on it. And I told that to uh, Donald Trump, that it doesn't do you any good to keep pounding the fraud aspect. Everyone knows what you believe. Everyone. Right. So now you've got to move ahead, run on your record. I mean, think about it. And you know this better than anybody, Lou. Uh, two years ago, the United States was the most vibrant economy on the planet. And in the space of two years, the Biden administration has wrecked it, wrecked it. And all Trump has to do is run on that theme and throw in the border throw in violent crime, throw in the progressive indoctrination of children, and you would think that he would have a very good chance to be reelected. But if he continues to uh, have feuds with uh, uh, McConnell's wife and, and, and go to, back to the election, Americans are tired of that. At the same time, I understand very well uh, the the angst, the pain that this man has felt for more than six years now. He's been a, the subject of political persecution by the, the radical Dems, the Marxist left in this country through all that time, the deep state, of course. 
what is troubling to me in all of this is that there is so little interest on the part of the Republican Party leadership in 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 probing and finding out what's going on. I would have thought, and I'd like to get your idea on this, but I would have thought the RNC would have insisted on buying uh, is the, the best investigators in the world and getting into the issue uh, immediately back on, on the day after the election in 2020. But instead, it has been a, a level of acceptance, despite the obvious anomalies, the obvious irregularities uh, that occurred. Well, the big thing was the Zuckerberg money um, to me. You're never going to track down local precincts, and this one hid this well, this one did that. You're not going to do it. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. But when you have a, an American pumping $500 million into selected counties to get people out of their homes to vote for Joe Biden, you got a big thing there. That's a big headline. Now, I told Trump maybe three, four days after the election that he lost uh, or didn't lose, but, you know, that was the total, that he should have appointed a special counsel then. Right. But he should have gone to bar then because Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell were not going to cut it. So he didn't do it. I don't know why. I didn't follow up on, on it. But I felt his pain. I did. I, I mean no. – I can't tell you – I can't sit here and tell you that election was a fraud because I don't have that kind of verified information. But I can tell you that $500 million is a lot of money to go into 15 counties, okay? And if you don't think that's nefarious, then you're not paying attention. Yeah. That's where I would go uh, because those counties were all in, in swing states, states that you know threw the election to Biden. And we witnessed outright uh, political corruption in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, Michael Gableman, the special counsel that was appointed by the Republican head of the assembly in uh, Wisconsin. I mean, he got he dug right into uh, those uh, Zucker bucks that uh, were spent lavishly and the outsourcing, if you will, of the electoral responsibilities of county clerks uh, and the Wisconsin Election Commission. We know what happened. They effectively took over the the public election uh, on the part of the state government and local uh, local uh, precincts uh, throughout the state. Uh, the result was, as you say, irresistible. Uh, they got the turnout. They changed the election. But I want to get I, I want to get to something because you've said it twice now. You told Trump. Now, as both of us are friends of Donald Trump, we both know him very well. I just want to hear how in the world he responded to that statement. He doesn't respond. <laughs> he never. He doesn't respond. He he looks at me. He absorbs the information. I assume, um, <laughs> but he doesn't say you're right, Bill, or you're wrong, Bill, or I'm not going to do it, or I am going to do it. He doesn't say. He doesn't do that. And it's not my job, as a American citizen, to cajole him. I mean, it's not my job. My job is when he asks me a question, and I should have made this clear, I don't call him. Right. He calls me. I'm not intruding on Donald Trump's life. It's not my job as a journalist. My job is to watch everybody, including Donald Trump. Okay? But when any politician, and many Democrats have, call me and ask for an opinion, I give it to them. I feel it's my duty as a citizen to do that. And I speak frankly, as you know better than anybody else. I'll never BS anybody. Yeah, and yeah. I'll tell you what I believe and why I believe it, and you take it or leave it. 
I personally believe, Bill, uh, that the election was rigged. I believe it was rigged in a host of ways, uh, many of which didn't occur to, I think, many people in real time in the days following the election. Uh, but Bill Barr played a pivotal role when he chose not to intervene in the election of 2020, knowing full well that Vice President Biden had lied in the second debate. Uh, as he acknowledges, uh, he did. He felt he should not intervene. But meanwhile, he was dispatching uh, FBI agents to big tech, social media, big media, telling them to stay away from the October 14th news break by the New York Post about the Hunter Biden laptop and its contents and what and its implications of the uh, of the Biden family, if you will. That was a that was a pivotal moment. And 51 intelligence agencies, Barr knew they were lying. Uh, they provided a shield uh, for uh, the former vice president in that second and final debate in 2020. And polls show that that would have changed the outcome had voters known it. Uh, yeah, Barr didn't want to get to involved that? with Barr didn't want to get involved with the election at all. I mean, he just didn't, and that was his decision, and he has to live with it. Um, but two years hence, uh, we still don't have any definition on Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, because the media won't cover it, and of course the Biden administration is not going to investigate it. So there's no vehicle to take us there. And if I were the Democratic, uh, if I were the Republican leadership, I would make it a campaign issue somewhat. And I would say, if you elect us so we can control the House of Representatives and the Senate, we will investigate the Hunter Biden situation. That would be another powerful motivating factor for people to go and vote. Now, the Democratic Party and the progressives, they don't want to know and they would resist. But if the Republicans take the House, and they will, uh, there will be a big, full-blown Hunter Biden investigation. So the American people, all Americans, should applaud that because we want to know the truth. If yes, Hunter Biden used his father's office as VP to amass millions of dollars, that should be established. But, you know, we live in a flawed country, Lou. And it's not like everybody's trying to do the right thing. Uh, and most of them seem to work for the Department of Justice, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Uh, when they're not framing people, whether it be a, a General Michael Flynn, a frame up there by the FBI, uh, the Whitmer kidnapping case in Michigan, where they're framing up poor, poor average citizens who just simply, uh, you know, were were available to them, and they expediently uh, framed them for the kidnapping and uh, and absolutely entrapped them. And they were well. The worst is court. the New York State uh, Trump Organization, Letitia James, Attorney General, um, a civil suit. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's no victim. There's no victim there. I mean, the banks wouldn't even sign on to the suit. The, the people that she says were defrauded won't even sign on to the civil suit. That's the most vivid, corrupt uh, justice situation in the country today. And the entire Democratic Party in New York doesn't have the guts to say to Letitia James, you know, you are a fraud. We knew you were a fraud. 
but you can't really keep going in this direction because it's really uh, unseemly for the party to endorse uh, such fraudulent activity. As you say, the banks, they knew exactly what the game is and what is done by every yeah, developer. It's absurd. There were but... no loans that weren't paid by the Trump organization. Not a single solitary person lost a dime. As a result, that's why she couldn't. She could. Charged. That's why they couldn't bring criminal charges. And the crazy left progressive DA in Manhattan dropped it. Yeah, dropped even, it. Even Bragg had to know that uh, uh, that this was not a not a winner. No. Uh, good right. old Letitia so, plowed ahead. This is the the corruption that we're dealing with in America today, and the media is primarily responsible because the media is now allied with the Democratic Party. When you have the powerful corporate media, Disney and Comcast and CBS and CNN, all allied with a single political party, that's the road to totalitarianism, and that's where we are. And, you know, look, I can only do so much as a commentator and a historian. You know, I write great books so people can read them and, and get away from the corruption a little bit. Um, but it's there in big time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost nostalgic as well as history, a, a, a safer time. What have you done? 18, 19 killing books now? Now we got 12 killing books, 19 oh. million copies of my ah. books in print. It is the best-selling nonfiction book series of all time. And uh, I, and I and forgive me for confusing the 19 million and the 12 uh, killing books. That's it right. seems like you've killed That's so right. many that I thought it was an even larger number. But not but, enough, Lou. I've but, still got a big list. Right. But Killing the Legends, the, the latest book that just came out. Um, this is cultural history. First time I've departed from uh, political and warfare history into uh, how we Americans live today. And, and people don't know this, but these three individuals on the cover of Killing the Legends, a lethal, dangerous celebrity, John Lennon, Elvis Presley, Muhammad Ali, each one of them influences how we live today. It's an amazing story. And nobody has ever linked it together. And then the kicker on the story is their fame destroyed them. And they were all betrayed from the inside. So they all have this thread in common. But the most important aspect of killing the legends is we live today. We're in the middle of a culture war today because of these three men. And they say, well, why didn't you write about Marilyn Monroe or Michael Jackson? I said, because they didn't influence American culture. I mean, in the 50s, you and I were around, we were kids. It was a conformist culture. Post-World War II, Dwight Eisenhower president. Everybody said the same, looked the same, no dissent. One teenager from Mississippi goes on the Ed Sullivan show and blows up the entire culture in six minutes with a dopey song named Hound Dog. It's an amazing historical story. I still and don't know what that song's and, about, by the way. I still don't it's know. It's about Love some it. stupid dog who, who barks too much. <laughs> all right? And the whole culture changes from conformity to rock and roll rebellion yep. in six minutes. It's well, just, I've got to I give mean, you, it's staggering. But I have to say, the premise that you started with on these three individuals cultural icons and at the same time change agents for an entire society uh, is a brilliant premise and I would I, I don't think anybody but frankly you uh, could have come up with it and I love the I love it uh, and I, I I marvel at what you've uh, you've done with this book
Well, I appreciate that, Lou, because, you know, you're a skeptical guy. You're reading stuff. And, you know, unfortunately, some people say, oh, it's a People magazine, celebrity book. No. Yeah. There's nothing to do with that. All right? It has to do with you. Yep. You're in the middle of a culture war. If you're a traditional conservative American, your values are under siege. And yeah, that I'm began still... big time in the 60s. Yeah, and I'm the Beatles were the spear point. And I'm still walking around looking for guys who, at my age then, have crew cuts or, or you know, or butch cuts. I can't find them except maybe in the Marine Corps. Uh, it's it's a it's a, a wild time in which we live. Uh, we seem to be floating without values, uh, without uh, perspective or proportion, a sense of proportion, or a, a, a clear vision of our future. Uh, Donald Trump came closest to articulating that, and I think did a, a, a wonderful job of doing so. I think it's part of his appeal. But generally, you know, I'm gonna. Uh... Where, and I appreciate you having me on your podcast, but I'm going to leave you with this. Right. Fame has hurt Donald Trump. Fame has hurt him uh, because he's addicted to it. And that it goes back to our discussion about, look, you've got to run on your record. You've got to leave the other stuff behind. You don't need to be on the front page every day. It's exhausting. And people are, they get worn out. But the fame quotient. And I know Donald Trump, and I wrote a book on him, The United States of Trump. I know him as well as anybody knows him, okay? He has to be the center of attention, and that has hurt him. Look, in my opinion, he did a brilliant job running this country for four years. He solved very, very complex problems and was able to keep Putin and Xi and even the Iranians at bay. I mean, these are monumental achievements that nobody even thinks about because they were overshadowed by this insane tabloid press garbage that he drove. Yeah. He gave Maggie Haberman three interviews after she has ripped his throat out for six years. Yeah. It's, it's, Who it's, does that? Only, only Donald Trump would do it, only as the deep state and the Marxist Dems are trying to uh, pursuing for six plus years now uh, to destroy him. And still he comes back for more, as you point out. Bill O'Reilly, the book is masterful as always. We recommend it to you highly. It's on our website. It is on Amazon. Uh, and Bill O'Reilly is everywhere as usual, doing his usual brilliant job. Thanks so much. Bill O'Reilly. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate it. Talk soon. Thanks, everybody, for being with us today. Tomorrow, our guest will be New York Post columnist Miranda Devine on Biden whistleblower Tony Bobolinsky, Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family, and this critical midterm election. Please join us for all of that and more tomorrow. Till then, God bless you, and may God bless America.